Hello and welcome into this edition of Radio BNR. I'm your host, Chris Turner, Director of Communications at the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. And today's guest that we'll be talking about some really great news happening in Tennessee is William Burton. William, give us your title because it's a little long. Yeah, Chris, it's good to be with you. Thanks for inviting me. I am the New Churches Team Leader and the Ethnic Church Planting and Evangelism Specialist for the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. I am your missionary in Tennessee. Well, and that's why your business card is actually a five by eight note card. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, we are really excited uh, to be talking about in this particular podcast the, the the explosive growth we've seen in ethnic church ministry here in Tennessee with some really good news. Let's save the good news for just a moment, but give us kind of an overview of where we are as uh, Tennessee Baptists dealing with the opportunity of, of reaching people from all nations and around the world. Sure. Well, if you remember, uh, we'll go back a few years in 2014, our messengers at that, con- at that convention gave us the mandate uh, to be- with those five objectives. And mm-hmm. objective number three was a thousand new churches to be planted and strategically engaged with our convention uh, by 2024. Uh, we um, really kind of had a paradigm shift uh, about 2000, mid-2014, 2015, where the emphasis changed from not so much on the church planter, but the mother church or the mm-hmm. sending churches or the yeah. group of churches. So that, um, number one, that um, really, really in- helped us get back to the basics of where we are as Baptists and really New Testament yeah. church planting. Um, we want to have a good, strong mother church that has the DNA of multiplication, uh, that has a, a good relationship with our denominational identity. Uh, we are Baptists, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, obviously, with the new church plant and the planter, there will be a good, strong mentoring relationship. And so that, with those three um, emphases right there, that increases our uh, probability of a successful church plant. And I can say since 2014, there's... Uh, just under 500 uh, churches wow. that have been planted and strategically engaged with our convention. Uh, that is a record number. If you mm-hmm. look at that same time period, our best has been, we've averaged, uh, you know, around 35 a year uh, or less prior to that. And so, you know, you can do the math. We're around 60 some churches a year yeah. right now. So that's pretty exciting. You know, Chris, with the, everyone knows it's not a secret, man, the, the growth in Tennessee, the population growth is absolutely incredible. Crazy. Um, I live just south of here, and uh, the, the number of people that are moving into our small neighborhood uh, is incredible, and they're all outside of the state of Tennessee, most of the people that are moving in. And not only that, my neighbors around me, for example, I have a neighbor that... Uh, is from Colombia, South America. Uh, her husband is from Mexico. Uh, just uh, the, the next house over, he's from Italy. She's from Mexico. And I, uh, I have a neighbor who, um, a couple other neighbors that are from Puerto Rico. So there's just a, a a plethora of people that are moving in. So that gives us opportunities as as Baptists, as Christians. Yeah. Let's start that as Christians 
to engage the nations, to reach the nations and, and change our world and change our state. Well, we've been talking a long time about how God is moving the nations, not only to the United States, but certainly to, um, to Tennessee. So when we look at just the, the number of people that are here that are peoples from other countries. I mean, last, last I remember, we were like 145 plus or something like yeah. that. I forget what the number Yeah, there, there are 144 actually different yeah. people groups here in Tennessee. Uh, we've engaged um, roughly half of those in some shape, form, or fashion with the gospel. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, we have churches that on any given Sunday that are worshiping in in 38 different wow. languages. Uh, and these are Tennessee Baptist churches. Yeah. Uh, we're starting to look a lot like Walmart. Well, you know, that's interesting because, you know, when, when we think about what that looks like and then you turn to Revelation and start reading like in 5.9 and 7.9 where it talks about some from every tribe, tongue, and nation gathered mm-hmm. around the throne, I mean, we really are seeing that body of believers uh, develop here in in Tennessee. And so, you know, when we look at that, I mean, you throw that number out, 144 uh, different people groups. There are a significant number of those people groups, are there not, that are from some of the world's most unreached countries where it would be difficult for us to get into that country to share. Sure, approximately uh, 40 of those 144 that we've mentioned are less, 40 of those people groups are less than 2% evangelized worldwide. Wow. Uh, many of them do not have the gospel in their native language. And God has brought those peoples to Tennessee and placed them in the place where the Bible belt buckles. Yeah. What a great opportunity yeah. we have as Tennessee Baptist to, to impact the world and, and the next generations because the children that are being born of those people groups are grow they're you know they're going to school with your yeah. children and grandchildren uh, they're playing on sports teams and and they may marry your son or your daughter yeah. or grandson or granddaughter and I want them to be saved Absolutely. you want them to be yeah. saved and what an amazing opportunity we have well and the other thing about that is is a lot of those people still have family back in the country where they came from. And so not only is it an opportunity for us to reach them, but we might be able to reach a nation through them. Absolutely. By them being able to have access to their family and friends back in you know, Yemen or somewhere mm-hmm. that we will never get a North American missionary into. So uh, as we just kind of talk about that, one of the groups that we really have in, had uh, work among the most, and we've seen the growth is among uh, Hispanic peoples here in sure. Tennessee, and that's really where our our greatest news regarding ethnic work at this point is coming in. Tell, just tell us a little bit about the milestone that's been reached among Tennessee Baptists and Tennessee Baptist Convention here in Tennessee among Spanish-speaking peoples. Sure. Well, when you think about people groups, and you think you think Hispanics, well. Uh, they're all the same people group, but actually uh, there are dozens of different people groups that we would classify as Hispanic. They may share the same language. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them have uh, another language, an indigenous language that they speak. Uh, so um, we've been working, Tennessee Baptists have, have had work among the Hispanic migrants and, and um, uh, transplants that have 
moved into Tennessee probably for 40 years. Wow. Uh, we've been working in different uh, different facets of ministry. Uh, I, I would I would guess around 30 years ago we planted our first church, first Hispanic church that in the state, first Hispanic Baptist church yeah. in the state. And so that growth of church plants um, was fairly fairly consistent. Uh, around 2010, I believe, we had around 30, um, 33 Hispanic churches in the state that were a part of the Tennessee Baptist Convention. Well, since our emphasis on new church plants and especially our you know objective number three, a thousand new churches, that number has increased by three hundred percent, and we are now uh, just uh, last month we celebrated the one hundredth uh, Hispanic church that was um, uh, planted and became uh, strategically engaged with the Tennessee Baptist Convention and the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. That's great and. As I understand it, I mean, there's not like one pocket in Tennessee where we're seeing that uh, ministry among uh, Spanish-speaking peoples. I mean, this really is a, a Memphis to Mountain City type of geographic dispersion among Hispanic, among Spanish-speaking people. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you think about Memphis, Nashville, our major metropolitan areas, Clarksville, uh, with large numbers of uh, Hispanic population, you know, Lenore City, Loudoun County, Hamlin County, those areas over in East Tennessee have large, large Hispanic populations as well. But small communities like uh, Paris, Tennessee, mm -hmm. uh, Union City, um, are places where we have Hispanic churches that have been planted recently. Um, so, and they're in small communities as well. It's not just limited to our major metropolitan area. So I would just encourage uh, pastors and church leaders of all different size of churches and, and different uh, settings, be it rural, urban, or um, you know metropolitan, to be sensitive to the demographics in your neighborhood. And that's actually something we can help them with, correct? Absolutely. We have... Um, Lewis McMullen is on our, our new church's team, and he has become our resident expert in demographic studies. We have a, a couple of programs that we can actually bore down to your yeah. zip code and neighborhoods and kind of help you identify places where you can start. There's nothing better than boots on the ground, yeah. but we can at least uh, give you some idea, some reconnaissance information that will help you decide where you need to start working. Yeah, Lewis is a data junkie. Uh, so, you know, just being able to get that. And one of the things that really helps with is a lot of people in churches and pastors like might want to do something, but wouldn't know where to start. That's something we can help them. Absolutely. With. Not just with Hispanic work, but yeah. uh, we'll soon, hopefully, I'm looking forward to this uh, in, in the very near future, See, we will see a Southeast Asian congregation being planted. Wow. Uh, I was in uh, up in East Tennessee uh, a couple of weeks ago and talked with the director of missions there at Holston, and uh, they're sensitive of that need of yeah. the Southeast Asian population as well. So, yeah, we can really uh, you be very specific as far as the people groups that are and target those people groups that are in your in your communities in your neighborhoods, and and then help you with some cultural understanding, uh, some approaches to church planting. Uh, maybe a good good way to start. You know, 
we think, oh, we need to have a, a place to meet. A, we need to have a church building. Mm-hmm. We're having a piano and organ, and that's and we got to have a preacher. And and that's not always what you need to get started. Uh, I think the first thing you need is a passion yeah. and a call. Yeah. And then you need to see the people that uh, God is calling you to. And uh, and then after that, obviously, the other things will fall into place as God. Uh, guides and directs and provides. Yeah, one of the great things about working cross-culturally is getting to learn about that other culture. We we kind of tend to be in a bit of a bubble, but as we start to get introduced to, you know, customs and food and some of those other things, there's some great relationships waiting to be had, yeah. is there not? Yeah, and you know, I would encourage you, you know, if there's a if there's an Arabic restaurant in your neighborhood, go to that Arabic yes. restaurant and find out who those folks, where they're from, learn a little bit about them. They want to know you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting in this in in the Nashville area. I was talking to one of our missionaries that's working with um, uh, Somalians, and uh, he told me this a stat that I could not believe. He said every nine days there is a Somalian in in Middle Tennessee that dies without ever having a meaningful gospel conversation Mm. with a Christian here in Tennessee where the Bible belt buckles. And a lot of times we as 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 Anglos, as English speakers, uh, we feel like that, oh, I can't talk to them because I'm not going to understand them. They're not going to understand me. I would just tell you, man, a smile, a handshake, yeah. a pat on the shoulder, some way of reaching out to that person will open a door for you to, to share the love of Christ in some tangible fashion. You know, one of one of the ministries that some of our churches have, uh, have found great success at uh, involves teaching English as a second language. Yeah. Now, let me just, I want to emphasize this, Chris, the, the goal is not to teach English. Right. <laughs> that's just the, that's the bait that's on the hook. the hook. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we really want to engage them yeah. and introduce them to Christ. But if their need is English, then that would be a way to do that. Other churches and ministries use a, a clothing ministry or a mm-hmm. food pantry. And, you know, Beth Moore can help you uh, with Compassion Ministry. She's yeah. a, an incredible resource to help you get something like that set up. And then you can be sensitive to the demographic in your community and provide literature and, and uh, language uh, that uh, would be ex- need, needed to be accessible for them. Well, and that's it really comes down to it's like every other ministry a church has where they connect with their their community. Those same ministries work connecting with internationals because there is a need there. Part of their need is the, the need for relationship and build those bridges and they want those. They're afraid to approach us. So when we go and go with humility and, and looking and having a desire to, to meet them, the, the receptiveness of receiving us is, is off the charts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so there are all kinds of ways that the TBMB can help a church get started in reaching cross-culturally here in Tennessee uh, our, our executive director, President Randy Davis, has been saying for years, any way you slice it, Tennessee is a mission field. That's right. And any way you slice the definition of mission field, we are a mission field. We are a mission field. Yes. So uh, if you have any questions, uh, if anyone has any questions about how they might get more information, how can they get in contact? Sure. There's uh, three different ways you can do that. You can obviously visit our website. That's uh, www.tnbaptist.org. 
Uh, also, you can shoot me an email. That's wburton at tnbaptist.org. That's wburton, B-U-R-T-O-N, at tnbaptist.org. Or, you know, you can give me a call on my cell phone, send me a text. My phone number is area code 423-231-6113. And if I don't answer, you should give me a text and I will uh, call you back as soon as I possibly can. Absolutely. Well, there's plenty of opportunity. The fields are definitely white uh, for harvest. Uh, we need the workers. Yeah, you know, the Apostle Paul in Romans, he said, uh, my prayer to God and my heart's cry is that is that Israel would be saved. Mm-hmm. And I would say that my prayer and my heart cry to God is that Tennessee would be saved. And it's amazing that 2,000 years after the gospel, there are still people lost. And they're lost, Paul goes on to say, they, they, they can't, they've not heard. Mm-hmm. It's a lack, they haven't believed because they haven't heard. And they haven't heard because there's not been a preacher that's been sent. So I know God's calling people out to be the proclaimers of the good news. We look forward to hearing from you. Absolutely. William, thanks for taking some time to be with us this morning. And if you have any uh, questions, be sure and get in contact with us. And we would be glad to help. The Tennessee Baptist Mission Board, we serve churches. Thank you for listening to Radio B&R, a podcast production of The Baptist and Reflector the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded at baptistandreflector.org forward slash radio BR. The ministries of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the golden offering for Tennessee missions. For more information, visit tnbaptist.org.